Hey guys, welcome to Surviving to Thriving. This is an environment or a place where we take just the simple notion of surviving and we take it to thriving, right? It's a, it's a container where we take some of our biggest struggles and some of our biggest issues and we turn them into our genius. Today, I want to dig into communicating our pain and really digging into levels of trauma and how to communicate those levels of trauma. So we're all activated by different things in our life, right? So some of us are activated by little things like road rage. Some of us are activated by big things like the death of somebody. There are different levels of trauma where we are affected and we are affected. And when we get affected, our brains go offline. So when I mean offline, it's we're not utilizing our prefrontal cortex, so our prefrontal cortex is a really important thing. All of you know the value of a prefrontal cortex if you know or have seen decisions that kids make, you know, under the age of 26, or I think our, is our prefrontal cortex developed at 26 or 23, somewhere in there. But you watch decisions kids make, and they make some pretty dumb decisions sometimes, don't they? And you're going, why in the world would you make that decision? Their prefrontal cortex is not functioning at a high level. In my late teens, we thought it was um, a good idea to drink heavy amounts of alcohol and then ride garbage cans down steep inclines on roads. And then we thought, gosh, maybe it's a good idea to light them on fire to even make it more interesting. Our prefrontal cortexes were clearly not functioning, right? So a prefrontal cortex is where we rationalize. And I don't think when we're offline, we know how to communicate. We know how to communicate our pain. And we don't have ways to communicate our pain. So we just say, I'm stressed or I'm having a hard time. Michelle and I had a friend of ours, um, their daughter commit suicide uh, not too long ago. And I had to think, gosh, was she really in that dark of a place? Because we didn't know about it. And talking to her mother, her mother didn't know she was in that space. And it's like, do people really know how to communicate their pain, especially kids? Listen, there's no secret. Anxiety's on the rise. 11% of the population said they suffered from anxiety in 2011. Or sorry, 2019. Um, 2019, 11%. 11% said I suffer with some sort of anxiety or mental disorder. Today, it's 41%, right? And it's 58% in children under 18. How do we communicate our pain? How do we communicate the struggles that we have? I don't think we have the ability to do it. And here's why. I think we're worried about being judged. I think we're worried about being rejected. If I communicate this pain, will I be rejected? So there's a lot of shame around it. So we don't have a really good form of communication around our levels of pain. And we're triggered at different levels. Like when we're stressed, are we stressed at a zero or are we stressed at a 10? Listen, when I go into the emergency room and I'm in pain, they're going to show me this little chart. It's from zero to 10 and they're going to ask me, what level of pain are you at? And that helps them to be able to work with me. Because if I'm at a two, that's different than if I'm at a nine, right? And I've been to the emergency room where I've been at level nine and they've got serious about things. I've been at the emergency room when I'm at level four and they've taken things on a little different. And they were both for the same things, but one of them was dealing with a stomach issue or both stomach issues, but one of them was dealing with a, uh, my, just some acid reflux, right? And how it was affecting my heart. And I felt like I, maybe I was having a heart attack. That was about a level four, right? But when I went, because I was having um, not just 
indigestion. It was like more than heartburn and it was more than indigestion. I was having a gallbladder attack. That was a level nine for those of you that have experienced that. But the hospital was able to gauge that, asking me my pain tolerance. And I don't think we have that around mental health. So today I want to give you those tools. I want to give you the tools so you can go give them to your family, to other people, and you can communicate your levels of trauma. You can communicate where you're at. And it can take on a whole new meaning so you can get the help you need if you need help in that time. Because sometimes we need help, sometimes we don't. We're affected by different levels of trauma, right? So let's look at these. And I think, I couldn't help but think if this girl that we knew, this friend of ours, had she committed suicide, would she have committed suicide if she had, if she had the communication to be able to go, I'm at this level? And then how the people around her would have responded had they known at what level she was at. So when I say level, let me give you an example. There are four levels of trauma. In other words, we are affected by different things in our lives and they trigger us at certain levels. So for example, a level one, let me give you a level one in my life. A level one trauma for me would be is if I was on the road and I was the other day, I was driving down the road and this massive truck came over into my lane and I had to kind of slam on my brakes and pull back or I would have been thrown off the road by this massive truck. Well, here's what I did. I got really scared. I got freaked out. I drove really fast up next to the truck and I maybe gave him the spiritual finger, right? I gave him a piece of my mind. I was offline, right? This event took me offline. Now I'm, my amygdala is activated and I am in fight, flight, or freeze. My prefrontal cortex is not functioning. My amygdala is functioning. And that's why I do crazy things like give the trucker the bird. And then I kind of breathing deeply and I'm like, I just almost got killed, right? It took me offline, but it was a level one. It was a level one in that all I had to do was take some deep breaths maybe six minutes of deep breathing. And then I got back online, right? I was okay. I got back online. I was good to go. And I was like, why in the world did I give that guy the finger? That was stupid. Oh my gosh, what an idiot. I realized what I'd done. It was a level one trauma. Right? And, I, and I'd liken a level one trauma to like, think about having blisters on your hands. So if you had blisters on your hands, it's gonna hurt to pick things up. It's gonna be painful, but you're gonna throw some, band-aids on them and some ointment and they're going to be good. You're not going to throw a tourniquet on your hand, right? There's a different time and place for a tourniquet, but that's a level one. So when I talk to my kids and I'm like, Hey kids, like, where are you? And they're like, I feel stressed. And I go, what level? And they go level one. I know, Hey, that's stuff they can handle on their own. I'm going to be there as support. I'm going to be like, Hey, I know you got this. I love you. I'm proud of you. But I know it's not an urgent situation. It's a level one. They can handle it. Level ones are things we can handle on our own, but they still trigger us. What are level ones for you? Maybe getting run off the road. Maybe it's a fight with a child. Um, maybe it's um, a fight with a spouse. Maybe it's an email you get. I don't know. What are level ones for you? Where you can get back online, you've gone offline, they've triggered you, and your amygdala is totally activated and your prefrontal cortex is not functioning, but you get you back online pretty quick. You can get back online pretty quick and you can do it yourself. That's a level one trauma. A level two trauma is like having not just blisters on your hands. It's like having a sprained ankle. It's going to hobble you a lot more than the blisters. It's a sprained ankle. 
and you're going to have difficulty walking around. It's tender. It's sore. Like moving throughout life is harder. A level two is much more difficult. A level two comes in, triggers you, and sends you offline, and it's a lot harder for you to get back online. It's a lot harder for you to get back into your prefrontal cortex. A level two for me would be a discussion with one of my kids about grades. He's struggling with school a little bit more than my other kids, and maybe he doesn't take it as serious, and we've seen some grades like dip dramatically. We've seen Fs show up. And so a conversation, again, about grades, I know based on past experiences, can get heightened and take it to a whole new level. That's a level two for me. It takes me a lot more to get back online. Like it may take six minutes of deep breathing, and it might take a run or a walk, or it may take some time me just reflecting and sitting. It's going to take a lot more for me to get back online. It may even require a cold plunge, or I might have to go for a hike right, to get back online. Until I get to a place where I'm back online, my prefrontal cortex is operating, and I can go to him and go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, like we communicated like this, or here's what I really wanted to say, and I just love you and care about you. You know, those, com- those conversations that we might not have when I'm offline. I might do some screaming and yelling, and what is wrong with you? Why are you not taking this more serious? When I'm offline, that's how I communicate. So a level two is maybe a discussion with my kids about grades. What's a level two for you? something that's a little bit harder for, to get you back online? What's something that triggers you at that level? That's a level two. Now, when my kids say, dad, I'm you know, having some stress, I'm all tell me what level you're at. They say a level two. I'm like, okay, they can still handle it on their own, but I may give a little bit more support. I may have a little bit more interaction with my children here. So this is where I might go, hey, you know, let's have a talk. What's going on? Tell me more. Help me understand, right? They're a level two. A level three is like having a broken leg. I am not strapping two two two-by-fours to my leg, wrapping up a duct tape, and curing my own leg. Level two, level one, I can do that. Level two, I can take a walk, go for a hike. I can do something to get back online. Level three, I am not. This is something I cannot do by myself. And I have to know when I'm at a level three because I have to be able to ask for help, which is sometimes the hardest thing. I got to know when I'm at that place. I'm going to the doctor and getting my leg taken care of. It'll heal. This broken leg will heal, but I'm going to get help. I'm not doing it on my own. A level three trauma is where you get so taken offline that it triggers something inside of you, an old trauma, an old pattern, something, but you get taken off so offline that you, you got you to have help. You got to find support. Now, this could be professional support. It could be a friend. It could be a spouse. I know for me, a level three is when my body feels any kind of physical symptom that lingers for more than a few days, right? And so if I have some pain in my head for three days, I start to go into a level three. If I have some feeling where, you know, I haven't breathed, taken proper breath over the last three days and my diaphragm feels really crazy and it feels like maybe I can't quite get all the oxygen that I need, right? I'm kind of going into that space. I'm taking you that space where anybody ever felt like that right right here in your chest and your diaphragm and you're not communicating quite like you could. Yeah, if I do that for more than three days, I'm on level three. And it just means I'm taking proper breaths or I've been pushing up too much. I haven't given my body the proper 
uh, rest and digest, right? My parasympathetic system is on high alert. My sorry, my sympathetic nervous system is on high alert. My parasympathetic nervous system hasn't kicked in. So it's just a nervous system thing. And if that's the case, I don't go, oh, this is a nervous system thing. I go, oh my gosh, something's seriously wrong. And I go offline. Like something is functionally wrong with my body. That's a level three for me. Now for you, that might be a level one, but for me, it's level three. For something that's a level three for you might be a level one for me. Getting pushed off the road and almost in an accident could be a level three for you because you have some trauma around that. I don't know. For me, it's level one. So level three, I got to ask for help. Can't help but think the girl that committed suicide. What if she would have told her mom she was a level three? Because at level three, you stop everything. My kids come to me and go, dad, I I see you stressed out. They go, yeah. And I go, where are you at? What level? And they're like, yeah, I don't know. And I go, are you at a level three? And if they say yes, I stop everything. Now they need attention. This is how I'll assure that my kids will never commit suicide. I don't know for sure that's going to happen. And so no shame out there if you're listening to this and you have had this happen. But it's my best job that I can do to have that communication there available to me, right? So that I can communicate with, or so they can communicate with me and I can help them. But also when I'm at a three, when my body's in this place and I go to my wife and I'm like, I'm feeling this way about my body. And she's like, oh, it's no big deal. Come on, what's the, you know, your body's fine. You're, you're all right. It's just, you've been probably sitting funny. And I'm like, what? And I'm freaking out. And she's going, I don't get this. But if I go, babe, I'm at a level three. She knows what that means. She might not understand it completely, but she knows and understands what a level three is. She might not understand how I'm feeling my body-wise but or, or the symptoms that I have, but she knows what a level three is because she has level threes. So she's like, he's offline big time and he needs some help. That's the importance of a level three. It's a broken leg. We need help from other people. We need to be able to communicate. Hey, I'm at level three. And so when my kids say I'm at a level three, I stop everything and help them. When I communicate, I'm at level three. My wife stops everything and helps me. That's the importance of communicating different levels. Do you see the level three and how important a level three is? When we're triggered by something so much that we're now at a level three and it's having the impact that it's having, yeah, we need to be able to communicate that. There's a difference between a one, two, and a three. Just like there's a difference between sadness and depression. There's a difference between feeling down today and depressed Right? There's a difference between having a little bit of a, a heightened level of anxiety and I cannot function. Right? There's different communication. We got to be able to know these, this communication. But I think we don't know the different levels. It's hard to communicate that. I'm stressed. What does that mean? I'm sure anybody that's ever committed suicide was stressed, but at what level were they? Were they able to communicate, I'm at a level three, or was there so much shame they couldn't say it? We wouldn't have shame around a broken leg. Why would we have shame around our mental struggle where we're at a level three? There's a whole new stigma around that. But being able to just say I'm at a level three is so much easier than going, let me communicate all my pain because I don't know how to do that. Plus, you might reject it anyway. So this importance of level three. Now you go, okay, level three seems pretty heavy. Is there another level? A level four. A level four is like having your leg amputated. There's no healing from it. I need help. But there's no leg coming back. Now, level four is something like the death of somebody. The um, having some sort of 
dis- disability, even if it's mental. So anxiety for me is a level four, right? When I'm experiencing le- uh, anxiety, it's a level four. Like it's, it's there. I'm not going to eliminate it completely from my life. Anxiety is a part of my DNA. It's, I've come to accept it, right? The more I reject it and reject it, the more it comes back with full force. And the more pissed off and frustrated I get because I have expectations that it shouldn't be there. So anxiety for me is a level four, just like if I had an, a leg amputated. I have to accept that it's there. It doesn't mean I don't manage it really well. It doesn't mean that I, I can't go out and do a lot of incredible things. In fact, I watch a woman every day go jog in the park with a bionic leg. And she's an inspiration. But my guess is she doesn't wake up every day and go, I should not have this leg, right? Or I should not have this, this bionic leg. I should have my leg back. She's had some certain level of acceptance as, as to not having a leg. Otherwise, she'd never be, never be able to go out and have the impact that she does. I have the level of, or I've got some acceptance around my anxiety, not all the time, but some certain level, or I wouldn't be able to talk about it and help you today talk about it. I've had to accept it. It's a level four right? The death of my mother 16 years ago still triggers me. It's a level four trauma, right? Any child abuse or any abuse in any way, shape or form that you had, um, that's a level four, right? Those are things that you're not going to eliminate them happening. They've happened and there has to be a level of acceptance to move through them. It doesn't mean you don't tell somebody I'm a level four, right? I am at a level four trauma. I need help. A lot of times this is where we need professional help. When we're at a level four, my dealings with anxiety day to day, I can go talk to my wife and tell her I'm a level four, but dealing with this thing, I need professional help. I I need to find somebody who is versed in this understanding of anxiety where I got to go get support there so that I can learn acceptance there. So depression, anxiety, mental disorders, physical disabilities, Um, abuse, things that have happened in our past that are so traumatic, they send us to a four and we haven't necessarily accepted them. So when they come in, they trigger us, we go offline. It's going to require a lot of effort to get back online. It's more than just deep breaths and hike. That might be included in a level four, but there might also need to be some deep, deep communication with somebody about them. That's a level four. And so knowing these different levels, guys, what are level one, two, three, and four for you? And could you go communicate this, these different levels to other people so not only you could then start to communicate with people in a different way, like, hey, I'm at a level two, not just I'm stressed out, I'm having body symptoms, I'm at a level four. And so the people around you could communicate because how would you respond to them if they said they're, you're at a, they're at a level one versus I'm at a level three? You'd respond differently. You'd be more present. You'd be more empathetic. You'd be more in the moment if they communicated level three. In fact, I can't help but think you'd stop everything to assist them. So these levels help us communicate our pain. These levels help us understand our own pain and communicate them. Go teach this to others. Go communicate this to other people so they know how to communicate, so you know how to communicate. 41% 41% increase in people struggling with some sort of mental disorder. 58% in children under 18. That's a big deal. It's a big deal today. Hopefully this helped. Guys, my name is Brandon Barber uh, with the Brandon Barber Coaching Group. We've helped thousands of people, million 
people actually over the last 21 years. So when I say thousands, I guess I should say it's a few more than a thousand. Um, we'd love to be able to earn the right to serve you. We do lots of events. Uh, we have a, an event called the Anxious Brain um, that you may see, and uh, you may want to take part in that. So whether you do it virtually or in person, we dig into this kind of thing a lot more in a lot more detail. But hopefully this served you and helped you today. And it's with that I say, have a great day. Remember, success is a conscious choice. So is peace. Take care.